Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us today on Origin Gates Daily Podcast. This is Wisdom's Echo, and my name is Parker Thomaston. As always, it is such an honor and privilege to have this opportunity to share my heart with you. And what I want to talk to you today about is rest. This is a beautiful four-letter word that we have heard a lot of revelation about. But there are some things that Yahweh has been revealing to me uh, that hopefully encourage you and bless you today. And so we're going to start by defining what it is to rest. So the definition of rest is to simply cease work or movement in order to relax, to refresh yourself, or to recover strength. It also can mean to be placed or supported so as to stay in a specified position. So We've talked about this before. There have been countless revelations uh, that have been released and spoken on uh, in regards to rest. And so you can see all of the great tools and resources and recordings that we have available on those. But today, I want to talk about something that is a little new uh, to me that Yahweh has began to reveal. And hopefully this will encourage you and help maybe even bring a new perspective of what it means to rest. So in Psalms 46 verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Now some translations here say to cease striving, which is really a big deal because we cannot really earn what the Father freely gives anyways. And so we don't have to strive or or justify the blessings that Yahweh desires to give to us. We simply have to remain in a position of near to him to where we're able to receive possession of the things that he's intended for us to carry all along. And so this word about, or or phrase rather, um, that says, be still. Now, all of my life that I've heard this scripture, I've always considered be still to mean, you know, don't move around. Uh, simply, you know, rest your heart, rest your mind, stop working, find that secret place, find that quiet time uh, that you're able to just really set your heart and your intention and your focus on Yahweh but you still, you allow yourself to be still. Now, what I see this meaning now, um, because the definition of rest is to be placed or supported so as to stay in a specified position. This stillness doesn't have to do with us not moving. It has to do with us remaining in position. It It's essentially an encouragement to us that as we are still and we know that He is God, He will be exalted among the nations and exalted in the earth. That means that as you and I are determined to remain in position and not be moved by the the challenges or the obstacles that present themselves before us, but we actually lean into the heart of Yahweh. In Song of Solomon, when it talks about who is this that comes up out of the wilderness leaning on her beloved. Now, now this is such a, a vital key of life and fulfillment 
is to learn which direction to lean because you can only lean two ways. You can lean into something or you can lean away from something or you can lean into someone or you can lean away from someone. Now, there's nothing wrong with the wilderness as long as you don't remain in that position. However, it's equally important that we recognize which direction we choose to lean. And some people choose to lean into Yahweh and trust Yahweh through difficult times. And some people choose to lean away from Yahweh and and remove themselves from Him through difficult times. But this thing about rest has to do with us remaining in a position that we do not abandon our post. We align ourselves with the words that are written on our testimony scroll that we will fulfill the heart and the intention of Almighty Yahweh. So I want to jump right into something here um, found in Mark chapter 4 verses 35 through 41. You probably have heard this scripture countless times, but I encourage you to hear it today for the first time. What I mean by that is let's just take all of those preconceived ideas and revelations and and sermons that we've heard, and let's discard those for a moment because I want this to be alive to you today. So in Mark chapter 4, verse 35, it says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, They took him along on the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it? that you have no faith. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? So I have have preached on this passage of scripture countless times. And there are, are small, valuable, treasurable revelations that Yahweh has revealed to me about this. Um, number one that I want to take away from this <laughs> is the fact that there was a storm that existed that the disciples chose to engage with while Yeshua was asleep on a pillow in the stern of the boat. And so whenever they woke him up, they said, you know, how basically, how can you sleep in a moment like this? Do you not care that we are about to die? So some translations say that when Yeshua had awoken, that he arose and rebuked the disciples, and then he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. So he didn't call the the storm you know, according to its current condition, he called it according to the way that it was intended to be, which was peace. But this is the the other incredible part that he asked his disciples, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Because when Yeshua identifies something in a situation, he does not identify what is lacking in that position. He identifies what is there. What, you know, he didn't ask them, you know, you know, why are you so, he asked them, why are you so fearful? But he identified that they possessed fear and they had a lack of faith. He didn't, he didn't identify it any other way than that. And so 
I think oftentimes it's easy for us to get in a position to where we identify what we don't have, and then we, you know, we kind of cast a um, basically a discounted valuation of what we do have. But it's very important that we recognize what we have. So whenever whenever Yeshua woke up and he rebuked the disciples, he rebuked the storm. Um, I, I had taken away from this passage of scripture that he had rested. And, and I've been meditating on what rest means to me, but I felt like there has been something that was missing. And so I went back recently, and, and I remembered my parents preparing my siblings and I for big events that we had coming up. You know, whether it be a family vacation or a road trip or, you know, uh, a great holiday or birthday. And my mom and dad would always tuck us into bed and they would say, you know, you need to get some rest for tomorrow. And so I hear Yahweh asking the question, Parker, what if your rest was not a consequence of your exhaustion, but rather a prerequisite of your expectation? And this to me is a game changer, okay, because it it shifts our position to the offensive rather than the defensive. Most of the time when I rest, I, I feel like I'm resting because I'm catching up from works that I have previously engaged with. Um, but but what if my rest is preparing me for what is ahead? Like in Genesis 2, it, it talks about how Yahweh rested after his creation. And I've always seen Yahweh's rest as him recovering from what he had previously engaged with. But check this out. What if Yahweh was preparing himself for his his most amazing creation because prior to man being formed and him breathing life into uh, this creation of, of, of his own image and likeness, it says that he rested. Now, it does also say in Genesis 2, verses 1 through 3, that he rested from his works and from all that he had done. But I, I still can't help but believe that he was also preparing himself for the most incredible thing that he could ever imagine creating, which was humanity. This was Adam. Remember, Sir Ian Clayton has taught on this, but everything that was spoken into existence continues to remain subject to the authority of that which was breathed into existence. So so look here in Mark chapter 4. And I had always implied that Yeshua also was resting from his teachings on the parables found earlier in this chapter. But look what happens in the very next chapter. They arrived in the Gadarenes, and this is where Yeshua rebukes the legion of demons that had possessed this man. But then he also encounters what religion calls the woman with the issue of blood. Now, imagine being so full of power that you are conscious of every release or every withdrawal of power from within you. This is where Yeshua recognized the importance of showing up full and living in the overflow. Flow. And I don't believe that Yeshua rested after completing a work because this was this was a, an example of him only doing what he saw the Father do. So I believe that Yeshua was resting in preparation for what was to come. 
And it is, it is this important for you and I to recognize that our rest is designed for what we have not yet fulfilled and not what we have already completed. Like this is why the rest is so important because we have also been given an opportunity to engage with faith and trust in order to manifest what Yahweh has called us to do. So whenever we truly trust Yahweh, we allow ourselves to really be seated in a position of rest. And I believe that this is the throne room. This is the seat that Yahweh has prepared for us to be able to rule and reign from the way that he intended for us to live our lives, not feeling like we have to to jump up and measure up and try to try to earn everything that he's given but we simply have to be seated in a place where we trust Yahweh to do what he said he was going to do. I, I I feel like I quote this scripture all the time, but in 1 Thessalonians 5.24, it says, faithful is he who calls you, for he will also do it. Now that does not remove the remove us from the responsibility of what Yahweh has called us to do, but it it actually increases the responsibility because as Yahweh is faithful to call us, He will do it, but He's going to do it through us. He's going to do it through willing sons and daughters who can be still and know that He is God, that we remain in our position to be able to demonstrate the glory of Yahweh the way that He intended to be. So family, I, I want to thank you for engaging with us in this podcast. I hope that this is more than just a, an encouragement to you. I hope this is something that is life-changing. I hope it is something that allows you to come to life and and believe in what Yahweh has prepared for you to walk in the fullness of. So I would just like to make a declaration over you today as we as we thank you for engaging with us and and you know tuning in to the podcast and all of your love and support and prayers but but I just want to release a blessing over you today so Yahweh we thank you father for the restoration of your peace in our lives and we also thank you for the fulfillment of joy Father, we just engage right now with the thrones in which you have prepared for us to abide as your royalty in the earth as we are rightly identified by you. We also engage today with the rest that you have made available for us to receive of in order to fulfill the intention of your heart, Father, that you have written on our testimony scrolls. May we dare not see rest any longer as a game of catch-up, but rather a value uh, of, of importance, of preparing our hearts and our lives to carry out your word as we abide in you. I bless these incredible mighty men and women and their families as we go forth today affirmed by your love for us. Yahweh, thank you for your mercy and your grace over our lives and thank you for the abundance of your word and your spirit within us. Family, we love you so much. I'm so grateful for you and look forward to the next time we have together.